This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. When we were kids, there were guys in our lives who taught us lots of stuff. Mine taught me how to go fishing on our boat if the sea wasn't rough. They showed us how we could do our best and how to raise the bar. They'd always be saying you're special and we believe that you're a star. Being a dad, being a dad, being a dad. And good afternoon, this is Frank Carter with iDad Full Time Full On. Thoughts, experiences, reminiscences, looking ahead and often, so often, misunderstandings of being a dad. And of course a dad too. Katharina over in Thames, Katharina and family, Nikki and family over here in Norton and the person who has been with this program ever since we started having a bit of a rest at the moment, eight-year-old Esley who is um, at home with us, stays with us, um, yeah. And it's it's just great. Right, and so today, what are we looking at? Uh, the vaxxers versus anti-vaxxers. And you know, there are... I'm puzzled. Puzzled, quite honestly. But I think I'll explain why. Well, I think I'm beginning to understand why. Um, and I'm reading about and hearing about families that are being split. Vax versus anti-vax. Um, so we'll have a look at some about an, an article that I read today that could perhaps explain how to get through this, or a different approach to the one purpose that people like me often take. Um, and then on to the vaccine versus vouchers. Uh, yeah, I think sometimes I have a little bit of an issue with the happy smiling faces of, you know, handing over a $100 pack and bag voucher uh, just so as the people in the car can get a jab or the driver can get a jab. I'd like to have a look at that, have a talk about that. Um, some of the pros and cons or reasons for, um, but there was just something I noticed this week, which I thought, oh no, creation dependency. Another spam alert. Whoa, and this was one I just about got sucked into. Definitely. Uh, it's even worse than the um, the cryptocurrency one last week. Uh, Lele, the wrap up this, uh, this weekend, the weekend's just gone, annual wrap up. A lot of fun. A little bit more about Moulele, the successes that they've had, and the kinds of activities and the contribute contribution from the leaders. Um, and of course, they wouldn't be able to do it without the people who are actually doing the program. And then I think, quite honestly, possibly a, sm- a lifesaver, a smartwatch, a smartwatch that tells me my heartbeat has possibly been a bit of a lifesaver this week. So that'll be our program for today. And so after the break, we'll come back with a discussion between Vax and Andy Max and its family splits and some thoughts about how we might overcome that. Yeah, 
It's a topic that's becoming familiar to all of us and something that's going to create quite a bit of an issue in the next couple of weeks for a lot of community venues, um, hospitality venues, Max versus 
anti-vax. And quite honestly, I've just, I have difficulty understanding um, the anti-vax issue. I can understand the ones who can't be bothered. Yes. And, and of course, the people who are not being vaccinated, they're not all sort of anti-vax. Uh, some of them just can't be able to get around to it. Um, so perhaps they're a little bit easier to deal with. But I'm reading an article today about families, some of whom are vaxxed, some of whom are not. And it's quite creating quite a split because what do you do at Christmas? You're going out to dinner um, on, on the traffic light system. One or two of the family are not vaxxed. They can't come. They won't be able to come to certain venues, certain activities. So what do you do? And then, of course, there's the arguments. Uh, people like myself, of course, think that, oh, well, I used to think, and I still do, I suppose, most of the time, think that logic and reason is going to solve it. But I should have learned a long time ago that it doesn't. Logic and reason just doesn't work for the antis. Uh, or even the can't be bothered. Um, because they've got their own logic. And uh, who's to say um, that mine's better than yours, than theirs? So uh, an article that I, uh, that I saw today suggested that uh, instead of fact and reason, we appeal to emotions. And I guess that's an obvious thing, really. Um, we know emotions are the things that carry us through on um, advertising, um, weddings, funerals, birthdays, births and deaths, um, emotions. It's the emotions that make us human. So appealing to the emotions, um, I guess you can throw in a few odds and ends. If someone is not vaccinated, of course, they they can catch, catch it and uh, spread it much more easily. We understand. And uh, uh, of course, people will say, oh, I'm, I'm bulletproof. I can, I'm, I'm, I'm too young to die from it. Well, OK, I can accept that that's your decision. But unfortunately, you're also making decisions perhaps for Nana, granddad, auntie, uncle. And from the ages of about 50, I've, I've seen, seen a graph today. It's, it's astonishing of the mortality rate that's the death rate let's be let's forget about mortality death 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 rate of uh, vaccinated versus non-vaccinated and from about 50 50 54 the death rate for unvaccinated is about 20 times the vaccinated so somebody who's you know granddad or nana or granddad uh, who's caught covid from somebody a son um a daughter who is not vaccinated um has a if they if the grandparents are vaccinated a one in 40 chance of dying if they are not vaccinated they've got a chance of two chances in five 40 times as much um so that's an emotional do you want to be responsible for the death of your nana your granddad auntie uncle or the young child who cannot be vaccinated. Remember, our vaccinations are going to be uh, for 5 to 11 upwards. And that's, I think, beginning early in the new year. That, of course, is what uh, teachers have been terrified about, frightened about, is that um, they may be vaccinated, but they're in front of a classroom of young people who are not. So the emotional approach has been suggested. I guess it, it can't do any worse than the reasoning and the logic, which fails.
clearly fails. And one day I'll learn that completely. Um, the emotional. Do you want Nana to die? Do you want Granddad to die? Do you want this three-month-old baby to die just because you've chosen not to be vaccinated? Yeah, that's one. Okay, so that's that's just one thing. Now, another little bit of a niggle, and it is about vaccination, to be honest. I can understand the the sausage sizzle, having a bit of a party, bring in the band, bring in the bring in the music, having a bit of a good old time, and come along and get yourself vaccinated, have a sausage sizzle, have a bit of a party. I can understand that. I can fully understand that. And to be honest, it it would be more fun than going into the clinic. Um, sitting down and waiting for a few minutes, having the jab and waiting for 20 minutes before I go. Um, but that's the way I did it to start with. Most people did too. But I can understand the party. Um, the sausage sizzles and, um, you know, hot dogs and stuff like that. The music. What I have a bit of difficulty with is the smiling faces from community organisations. This picture's in the paper. Handing over $100 vouchers or $100 worth of food to somebody who's, to a driver who's been vaccinated. I have a bit of a problem with that. Maybe you could stretch it, maybe if it was the second jab. But on the first jab, I have a serious issue with this. The second jab, the voucher might be an incentive to come along the second one. But we know what happens. Someone has, you get something done now, or come back in three weeks. Oh yeah, there's always an excuse or a reason or a forgetfulness. It happens. So I can understand, I could almost accept the, the voucher or whatever for the second jab. But for the first, hmm, not keen on that one. And something I did see on a community house website um, this week, really sad, really, I thought, Oh no, this is, is this where it's come to? The community house in particular, I won't mention it, this particular community house was running a, an, a vaccination day and free um, whippy ice creams and a voucher for those who come along. Come on guys, come along, um, uh, you know, free whippy ice creams and, you know, Mr. Whippy Ice Creams and a voucher. This is all on the Facebook page. And next down on the Facebook page was a reply from somebody as, how much is the voucher? I thought, hmm, ah, deep breath. I'll leave it with there. <laughs> leave us with there. Go for our break. And after, after the break, we'll come back with a spam alert. Uh, this was a tricky one, really tricky. And I, I was a bit frightened. Ran my spam guards after this one and the anti uh, the, the virus checkers after this one. So, spam alert and the Mo'ulale wrap up for the year. Great time, great party, people contributing. Strong arms 
was a toughie toughie uh, a few days ago we booked Nikki and Stu and, and family um, Mahanga and Atawa in for a weekend out at Miranda Carpa, uh, Camp Camp Miranda Holiday Park and they thoroughly deserve this Nikki has had a tough time a really tough time this year and she has done an amazing job with Mahanga who is recovering so well from his leukemia and um, there's some terrific news going on. Both Mang and Atawa got into, well, Mang is into boys' high. Atawa's into girls' high. Atawa's had a couple of unfortunate high school years, two charter schools. Neither of them worked. But now she's she's into uh, girls' high. And that's where Nikki and Katharina went to. So that's, that's great. And so we booked them in for a weekend at Miranda. Uh, two adults, two children, weekend. That's fine. And we got the confirmation. That's great. A couple of minutes later, uh, Nikki, uh, Nikki was with me when I did it. Uh, then she went home. Okay, so a couple of minutes after the confirmation, there was this, your, um, your request for a change has been approved. Strange. Gave Nikki a call. Uh, so I clicked on. Silly thing to do. But I clicked on. There was a change to three adults and one child. Very strange. Gave Nikki a call. Nikki, have you um, made any changes to... No, not at all. I phoned Miranda. Phoned the Miranda car. Um, Holly Park. Right, they had our original. Two adults, two children. Everything was fine. They knew nothing about the uh, change. Right. So while I'm talking to Miranda, I have a look. And at last, and this is something I don't know, should have done to start with, I checked the address. Well, we'd addressed, uh, done it, of course, through booking.com. I checked the address. It was at propertybooking.com. It was a spam. Not just a spam, but a scam. Um, and suddenly I'm thinking, oh, viruses. Viruses, all those things that got into my computer. And I'm quite honestly quite frightened um, because you just don't want to have... Most of my stuff is... Um, held offline, um, you know, up in the cloud. But at the same time, uh, you've only got to uh, save something into that cloud um, and you've infected all your stuff. So um, instantly, of course, I spammed the, uh, the th- there was three of them. Eventually there was three. Spammed them and um, 
ran the antivirus over both my desktop and my phone. And they both come up with zero. So big, big relief. Because uh, you hear these horror stories, of course. So we're fine. Um, but it was just so simple. And as I said, it was within three minutes of the original confirmation. We had the spam. And um, Nikki also had look. And it seemed, you know, we, we it, it came, it absolutely came from overseas. Um, yeah, so the first, instead of phoning around everybody else, the first thing I should have done when when the email didn't make sense at all, well, instead of opening it, no, I did open it, um, open the email. Instead of doing that, I should have phoned around first and checked the address that it came from. And that has to be uh, one of the biggest protections against spam is if it doesn't look right, check it out with the people that you think it's come from or the people who it's pretending to come from. Number one. Number two, check the address. That's it. Uh, fortunately, we seem to have got away with this one, but it just could have been so easily uh, computer wiped out. That's it. Oh, phew. Thank goodness for antivirus. Did give me some relief. Okay, now, so on to something much happier, much more cheerful, much more health and wellness stuff. More Lalay, which Miley, of course, and Tor, uh, working along with Tor, Tor, hello, hello. They've been running this uh, health and wellness group for the last couple of years. And of course, in the COVID time, it's um, you're not able to do the uh, fitness exercises as a group in, in the halls and you're not able to do your Zumbas. Um, and it's really quite difficult to do all that outside. But they have been keeping up with exercises and critically, they're keeping up with walking and walking and walking and walking. And um, this uh, this group has been, we've been very fortunate with community funding, uh, funding from Trust Waikato, uh, Hamilton City Council, Tyndall, Lottery and Well Energy Trust. And the recent lottery um, grant has funded some smartwatches, very, very inexpensive, very basic smartwatches, but the kind that will tell you the time and the uh, number of steps you've done and also different types of exercise, you know, your heartbeats and stuff like that. So that has helped everybody on their exercises and their walking because they're all being measured on the same thing. Um, people have been going for walks, sending off their daily totals to Tor, and she's putting, putting them on a graph. Now, last weekend, there was also the final wrap-up. Okay, so we thought, hmm, yeah, what can we do? What can we do? So we gave people a choice, and there's about 20, 25 in the group. We had a choice. Uh, would you like a wok, a stick blender, or a spice rack with 10 different spices on. And I think everybody can understand and recognize the the health and wellness thing behind both of them. So people chose one of those, and, and we got them all from Kmart, very, very reasonably priced, except, of course, the spices, which was next door at Countdown. Um, it's all very, very reasonably priced. And they finished up on the door, post-delivered. Um, and they were, Miley spent the evening wrapping them up, and they're all unwrapped at, like Christmas style on Saturday afternoon. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. They have, they 
really, really enjoyed themselves. Not only in the sort of this friendly competition, uh, but also in the events. And this is the wonderful thing about this group is that it doesn't just do the exercise. Come home. Bye. See you next week. Be good. Don't eat too much. And so on. It's a social group. People talk to each other, message each other during the week. A lot of them people work together. Um, so uh, uh, the comments we get from, from some of the members is that this has helped me so much socially, especially during our lockdown time. That's great. Wonderful. Looking forward to study again mid-January. Not going to wait till February. Quickly before we go, ah, uh, yes, smartwatch. I've had a smartwatch for a while. You know, I showed it off. You know, first time I got it was a real novelty. Now everyone's got one, of course. But this week, I think it proved how much of a lifesaver they can be. Uh, I recently had a, a very serious operation, very serious, which has knocked me out for a little while. Um, and uh, remember Wednesday, a couple of days ago, a few days ago, suddenly I noticed my pulse was going up, way, way up, 110, 112, 15, 120. And I was just sitting down doing nothing. And I'm thinking, whoa. Now, everything else was fine. I felt perfectly fine. No problems. I didn't have a temperature. I didn't feel everything racing. It's just my pulse was very high. I would not have known if it wasn't for my smartwatch. After a little while, you know, deep breathing brings it down a little bit. But then after a couple of days, I think, no. Elder Healthline, very, very briefly, fantastic, terrific response from traffic. Did have to wait for 15 minutes, but come on, it was Saturday night. Um, but the response, it was a real connection. They really, it was like, you know, I'd known this registered nurse all my life, and she really, really connected and very, very helpful. Um, we just let it all settle down for a while. She advised, gave us very good advice. It has settled down now, um, but uh, we just got to go. So I think, had I not known what my pulse rate, I could easily have been carrying on doing extensive exercise, which would have shot it through the roof. Smartwatches, probably a lifesaver. Thanks very much for being with us. Look forward to being back with you again next Tuesday, midday to 12.30, and Wednesday morning, 6 a.m. to 6.30. Have fun. Give your kids a hug. Kids, give your parents a hug. Being a dad. Being a dad. Being a dad. Being a dad. It takes time. Give them time. Being a dad. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices. Or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.